The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whitney, the neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. The Greater Raleigh Sports Alliance is proud to support the sixth Box to Row countdown to kickoff, and we're excited to welcome head coaches from area colleges and universities to the capital city. We look forward to another fantastic season of HBCU football filled with great games, rivalries, pageantry, and unforgettable fall Saturdays. The Greater Raleigh Sports Alliance works with local partners to grow the sporting event industry in our area. The GRSA has an extensive track record of securing and hosting successful tournaments and championships, resulting in significant economic impact for the region and an enhanced quality of life for our residents. In 2022, Raleigh was named Sports Travel Best Host City. To learn more, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sports. Best of luck to all area HBCU football programs this season. On December 27, 1892, Livingstone and Biddle College, now known as Johnson C. Smith University, played in Salisbury, North Carolina, with Biddle winning 5-0. Over time, HBCU football has evolved. HBCU football's popularity continues to rise. Millions attend games each year and millions more watch on television. The HBCU bands provide some of the top entertainment in the country. Over that time, some of the best players to ever play in the National Football League played at HBCUs. Every Monday through Friday on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, national radio and television host Donald Ware takes a look at what's happening in HBCU football and talks with coaches, players, administrators, and media about the season. Make sure you join the conversation on social media now. Here's your host, Donald Ware. You've got it locked to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Friday, August 11th. I'm Donald Ware. Wait for it, wait for it, it's Friday! And I'm going to tell you what, we're up against the weekend with it being August the 11th. That means we are just 15 days away from the start of the HBCU football season. We're going to end the week uh, on a great note. Say hello, of course, to T.C. Taylor, the new head football coach at Jackson State at his alma mater. Of course, we had Raymond Woody Jr. on yesterday, the head coach of his alma mater at Bethune-Cookman, but T.C. Taylor, first season as the head coach at Jackson State, as he joins us here on the program. What's going on, Coach Taylor? Oh, man, everything good right now. Uh, chopping at the wood, you know, we're in training camp mode. You know, these guys are getting after it. I'm excited, man, looking forward to kicking off in Atlanta here coming up soon. No doubt about it at the Miak Swack Challenge taking on South Carolina State. Let me start here. What does it mean to be the head coach at your alma mater, not only at your alma mater where you play, but where you also had success on the football field? Oh, it means a lot. Anytime you can get an opportunity like this at a prestigious university like Jackson State, uh, like you said, a school that I played at, you know, grew up as a fan watching and able to go out there and lead these young men to, you know, uh, a three-peat, you know, our third consecutive championship. That's what we're working towards right now. So I feel real good about it. 
I'm loving it right now, feeling the love around the city and the excitement across the country. You know, there's always a certain amount of pressure at Jackson State anyway, year after year. You know it. I mean, you you played Mm -hmm. in it. Um, The alumni base travels, the fans travel, and they, of course, support the team home-wise. You've been on the staff the last couple of years with the success to the point that you mentioned with Jackson State having the success back-to-back SWAC champions and with Deion Sanders having been the head coach. Is there a a sense of pressure now, uh, particularly that Coach Sanders has moved on to Colorado? Uh, I don't, not, not really any pressure. You know, I just believe in the preparation part. You know, our athletic director, Ashley Robinson, has done a great job of giving us everything that we need for as a program right now. You know, we got upgrades to the weight room, the football field facilities, even the way we uh, have nutrition for our, our athletes here. So they're giving us everything we need in order to be successful. And, you know, that's the things we had in the past, and we're going to continue that going forward. You know, just how our coaches prepare on a day-to-day basis. Uh, they're doing a, a great job of that, getting the, the guys ready and going and playing at a high energy here day in, day out at practices. So, you know, uh, I'm excited about it, feel good about everything going forward. But I have to give a lot of that credit to our, our athletic director, Ashley Robinson, who's been doing a great job for us. Yeah, and he's just signed an extension to to continue to be at Jackson State. I know, I know a lot. I know Jackson State uh, as a community has got to be super elated about that, particularly yes, what he's done. You know, the last uh, the last couple of years. Um, was there ever, did you ever have an opportunity, um, to go with coach Sanders to Colorado? Is that something you even entertained? If, if in fact you had that opportunity? Um, it came up a couple of times. It did come up a couple of times, you know, what, what was next for me, you know, and that was something that me and my family wanted to sit down and, you know, make a decision as a whole, you know, I always include them in these kinds of decisions, but. Um, this was the best. This was the best fit for me. You know, God wanted me here. You know, I trust in God, and He wanted me to be here leading these, these young men, this great program in Jackson State University. So that's kind of who I, you know, I lean on when I, it's time to make those decisions, as well as my family. You know, and I, I feel like I'm right where I need to be. Is this is this is this your dream job? Uh, anytime you can have an opportunity to be a head coach is a dream job. This is a great opportunity that a lot of coaches don't have <clears throat> throughout their careers you know it's something that I've always aspired to be you know I wanted when I was just a position coach I wanted to be the best at best position coach I could be then I had the opportunity to be a coordinator I wanted to be the best at that now this is the next step I think in uh, my career you know as far as being a, a head coach here at Jackson State so you know it, it's it's a great opportunity you know it is a great opportunity and you know I'm, I want to take full advantage of it and go out here and get these young men ready to play. T.C. Taylor is the new head football coach at Jackson State as he joins us here on the program. Coach Taylor, fall camp, tell us how it's going to this point. Man, it's it's going good. It's going good. I wish we could, you know, practice has been closed. Everybody, you know, want to get a, a peek of what's going on out here. We got quite a new, fla- uh, new flavor on the field with players and stuff, uh, uh, a new approach to the game. But I'm excited, man. The, the, the guys are moving at an unbelievable pace right now. The energy level is high. They're excited about playing football. You know, we're getting to the we're in week three right now. So they're kind of tired of going at each other every day. You know, they're ready to see some new faces, you know, get under the lights and get after a little bit. But we, I think as a program, as a football team, we're right where we need to be. You know, the competition is there, playing at a good pace. Coaches are coaching at a high level. So um, I think we're right where we need to be right now. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the practices being closed so nobody can see it. I think, I mean, you've got one of the best 
um, in, in terms of sports information and Dwayne Lewis, he keeps us abreast and he gives us the visual. So like, I know I can't see practice. I got it. But when I'm reading his stuff, it, it is great. And it leads me to my next question because he, he had a fall, a fall camp report, I guess last week, Jason Brown, Zy McDonald, uh, Jacobian Morgan, all battling for that quarterback position. They all bring something different to the table. A couple of those guys are transfers. Speak to how that battle is going. And you you know that you would know that battle quite well as a former a quarterback there. And then if if you had to name a starter today, is there someone that has separated themselves? Um that that that's been a a great battle to watch on a day-to-day basis. All three guys could go in other places uh, across the country, I think, and be starters, you know, and that's the luxury we got right now as a program, uh, seeing those guys compete, you know, on a day-to-day basis. Uh, The receiver room loves them. Our football team loves all three, but we know as a coaching staff, we got to continue to evaluate and figure out which guy, you know, can best lead this football team come this fall, you know, and, not only the number one, but the the next important piece is who's the number two, you know, because of, with injuries and things like that. So we got to have all three of those guys prepared for us. Uh, I like how you tried to sneak that one in there, but they were right there in this competition. You know, all, right. we equal, they all are taking equal reps right now, you know, and we're just going to continue to evaluate and, you know, everybody will see game one who takes their field. Dwayne Lewis has got you sharp, man. He, you know, he, he's, he's, he's coached you. Done that. Nothing gets by you. That's good. But I, but I, but I was, I, I sincerely it's a good wanted question, to know. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's a good question. Yeah, it's a good question. You know, the, when I when I read that there were seventy new players, and 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 listen, I know I know you got, and I know a lot of people probably sleeping on Jackson State for various reasons. Um, the seventy new players. I was like, wow, that's a lot of new players. We got a lot of good players that are returning, no doubt as well. How have a lot of these new guys kind of meshed in with the system that you're running? I think they've done a great job because, uh, you know, that's the way the this coaching staff that I assemble, you know, we demand that on a day-to-day basis. We emphasize all summer that that was something key that we had to get right was the chemistry. And I think what everybody's kind of uncertain about, they've seen the talent level over the past couple of years that we were able to win uh, two SWAC championships and what it's supposed to look like. And, uh, you know, just people hadn't seen really what we have now, you know, until that game, first game when we put that out there on the field. But, you know, chemistry was always a big focus for us. They came in here and done a great job of, you know, meshing together as a team. And as well as those guys that were here on those previous championship teams, you know, the standard is the standard, you know, and we know the goal is to go out here and dominate the league, you know, and work towards winning that next week title. Let me let me go back to the quarterback deal, because, I mean, you know, we're in Raleigh. You were at North Carolina Central uh, for quite a number of years with a lot of success, a bunch of MEAC championships, specifically in charge of the quarterbacks. Any of those guys remind you? Malcolm Bell was like great. Any of those guys remind you of, of a Malcolm Bell? Uh, I can't say that because Malcolm was a, a three-time conference champion. These guys have yet to, you know, go out there and shown, show that they can go out here and win. You know, and that's the thing that I talk about them. I don't want to compare them to Malcolm Bell. You can, you're talking about a player of the year, a football player, All-American, and um, just was a great leader, great young man. He's doing great things now. He's, you know, have his, have his quarterback training camp facility things going like that now. So I don't want to compare them to uh, a Malcolm Bell, but they have the potential to be just as good. You know, all three, Zy McDonald, Jason Brown and Jacobian has the potential, the measurables, you know, and the way they approach the game day to day to be as good as Malcolm Bell. Yes. 
T.C. Taylor, the new head football coach at Jackson State, joining us here on the program. I look at a guy like a D.J. Stevens of a, a mm. HBCU All-America coming in, um, a guy that's first-team all-swack guy coming in. Um, I, I can't remember, in excess of 30 receptions, if I'm not mistaken, for a tight end, which is really, really good. Can you speak to him? Because I, I think a lot of times, especially – at the collegiate level, you look at, okay, there's a tight end. What is he doing numbers-wise? We always want to look at the statistics, right? But can you talk about some of the other intangibles, maybe his blocking and what he's going to mean to this offense? He's just a good all-around player. Um, what people don't realize when I got here in 19, DJ was here on the staff before Coach Prime. You know, he's one of those vets. I call him old man. <laughs> so he's played a lot of football at Jackson State, has a great family that's a JSU family as well. And he loves Jackson State. It, it, it's true to his heart. But just to watch him over the years develop as a football player, it's been a, a great pleasure to see how, what he's turned to at this point. He made a, a great play today, a great play on a touchdown, diving catch today. But uh, he just brings a lot to the game for his, uh, his leadership. Like I said, he done played a lot of football at Jackson State. He understands what it means to put the block on, uh, has developed into a really good blocker in the run game and things like that. But what people don't realize, DJ has made a, makes a huge impact on our special teams as well. He's done that over the last three seasons here. But he's going to be a great player. You know, I, I'm excited about to see uh, to see what he does this season on the football field. Um, I know Coach Mo has a great plan for him going forward, but a great leader on and off the field for us. You know, I don't think I saw where you had – and it, it does, doesn't always matter, right? But I don't think where I saw you had any – preseason guys defensively I mean you've I mean it's been some great I mean James Houston you know I mean you had you know playing with Detroit what he was able to do last I mean it's been some great players get linebackers all over the place the last couple of years who who can we expect big things from defensively this year uh well you know you talk about the preseason all-conference selections I, I get it you know we talked about those 70 new players but it was a few guys that's returning off their team last year that had made some impact uh jeremiah williams a d lineman we had uh is going to be a good player Devontae davis was on last year's team those guys are going to uh has been have been having a, a great camp so far uh we got a couple of corners jalen hughes uh Kevrick wiggins you know, it's quite a few names over there. I feel good about the depth over there, but those are some guys that we're expecting some big things out of, as well as a lot of new faces that we brought in here uh, from last year's team as well. Tony O'Doyle is having a great camp, you know, the defensive end for us. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see when we line up and uh, come, what's that, August 26th, to see how these dudes perform when, you know, like I talk about, they've been going at each other so hard. It just what are you going to do when you see that player that you don't know? You know, that player that you know, don't know, you know, it's going to be something to see when we line that thing up. But those are some guys that have been standing out and having good camps for us right now on the defensive side. A couple of more thoughts with T.C. Taylor, the head football coach at Jackson State. I think it's interesting you open the season, as mentioned, uh, in what people would call week zero, um, uh, August 26th uh, against South Carolina State. Can you speak, though, to how important a game like that could be because the next week, most of the next week you got a division game like you've got a division game not even a conference game you got a division game the next week but is is that important to play that week zero going into the game against Florida A&M the next week it's the first one on the schedule that's how we look at it we'll get to fam when that time comes but we want to take care of South Carolina State first we I know from the past times that at Central when I faced Buddy Pugh 
uh, Coach Pugh has put together physical football teams, and they're going to be ready to play. You know, they didn't have as much success as, you know, they wanted it last year, you know, going three and eight, I think, as a ball uh, ball club. But I know that first game, everybody's zero and zero record and they're going to come to play. We don't want to start looking ahead. We know what that game means coming, uh, you know, that next week versus fam. But we got to take care of business and understand that, you know, that platform that we have on um, that first week on August 26th being on ABC television and everybody's going to be watching. You know, so I want to just go out there and play a good, clean uh brand of football go out there and execute and you know i want our guys to move around like the way i know they can last thought coach taylor and we appreciate the time i mean there's room obviously and there's thought for optimism um obviously you know across jackson state there's a lot of optimism but maybe not as much as it had been the last couple of years across the country if you will i mean you're there you've got players that are returning you've got three quarterbacks that all have college experience however uh, you've been picked to finish second in the division. Is Do the players feel maybe a sense of disrespect to some degree coming into this 2023 season? Not at all, because we have the title. You know, right now we're the returning champs. That's just stuff you're talking about on paper. You know, the game's got to be played. We're going to go out there and play football games. We're excited about the season, but we don't look at what people, you know, uh, a couple people in the room sit up and decide and put on paper. You know, we got to go out there, execute for four quarters. You know, we got, what, uh, 52 quarters to play this season. That's all the way through the cele- uh, celebration bowl, and we're looking forward to it to just go out here and show what this football team is all about. T.C. Taylor again, first season as the head football coach at Jackson State, joining us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. The Tigers open the season on Saturday, August the 26th in the Miaxwack Challenge against South Carolina State is a rematch of the Celebration Bowl from a couple of years ago. Coach Taylor, we appreciate the time. Good luck to you and the Tigers this season. Thanks. I appreciate you having me on the show. I had a great time. Go Tigers. Guard the yard. We hope you enjoy this episode of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. You can watch on our YouTube page on YouTube at HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Don't forget to get your HBCU football fix on Box to Row with Donald Ware each weekend on a radio station near you and on Sirius XM on the HBCU channel, channel 142, and on ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM, channel 84. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest in HBCU football. And don't forget to tell a friend.